Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, September 20th. Welcome to Joe Biden's very consequential week. The President of the United States kicks off this week with a lot of to-do items on his plate. Of course, that's what the job entails. Imagine for a second being Joe Biden today. You take stock of just what has occurred over the last several days. Your desired immigration reform plan has been told it's not able to be part of this reconciliation package that would only need 50 votes in the Senate. You have had the French ambassador, America's oldest ally, France, recall its ambassador to the United States back home. You have these migrants in this humanitarian crisis playing out on television screens at the border between Texas and Mexico in Del Rio and have to navigate that. Your military just announced a tragic, deadly mistake in that drone strike in Afghanistan in the final days of the U.S. military mission there. Your desire and stated publicly that it is your desire that you are going to get booster shots into the arms of Americans who are already fully vaccinated seems to be rolling out much more slowly from the FDA than you had hoped. And basically, your entire economic agenda on Capitol Hill is hanging in the balance because your margins are so narrow. And it is not at all clear that you will successfully get those bills to your desk for your signature. Welcome to being president of the United States of America. People don't get elected to this job, obviously, because it's easy and uh, only the easy stuff comes to their desk. No, as many presidents have noted, it's all the hard stuff that actually makes it onto the president's desk. And that's what they signed up for. But just take a look at the week ahead here for President Biden. He is going to head to New York later this evening. He is going to be addressing the United Nations General Assembly for the first time as president of the United States. Now, remember, this is a president who came to this office by touting his credentials as the former chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, as the former vice president, as the person with more foreign policy experience and heft than perhaps anybody in generations has come to the job of president of the United States. That's the Joe Biden we're going to see speaking at the United Nations General Assembly. But he greets the world and steps up onto the world stage tomorrow with a couple of real problems at the moment. One, I mentioned, the issue with the French seems completely mishandled. How did we allow America's oldest ally to be so concerned about the relationship that they recall the ambassador. Now, this is over, of course, that security partnership that was announced between Australia, the UK, and the United States, which is going to have Australia be able to have these nuclear-powered submarines. Those submarines, France was counting on building. So there's a little like, hey, we were expecting to get real money out of this deal and be a part of this partnership, and then they were sort of left out. But the managing of the relationship seems off kilter. Now, President Biden says he wants to get on the phone with Macron. They have not yet, at the time we're recording this, had that one-on-one conversation. But all of Biden's aides say he is eager to get that relationship pointed in the right direction. 
Also, there's that drone strike that the American military has now admitted was a total mistake. Civilians killed there. And the review of what went on there produced a really embarrassing moment for the closing of the Afghanistan war. And yet Joe Biden is going to put the decision, his decision to get America out of Afghanistan after a 20 year war front and center in his remarks tomorrow to close a chapter on 20 years of war and open a new chapter of American intensive diplomacy around the world, specifically on combating COVID-19 and climate change. But of course, human rights and other issues such as supporting democracies around the world will be front and center. But it's here back home. Those two domestic items, getting COVID-19 behind us, mission number one, critical mission for everything for Joe Biden, and healing the American economy. Those two items are the ones that are going to be most consequential to Joe Biden's presidency. And we learned today some good news on the COVID front that perhaps, according to Pfizer, and this has to go through FDA approval and all of that, but Pfizer says it has the data that they have a safe and effective vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. So that'll get more of the U.S. population vaccinated once that gets through its approval process, perhaps by Halloween. But that comes after we learned that the booster shot that President Biden promised America is not going to be for everyone in America right away. This FDA panel has only given its recommendation thus far for Americans 65 and older and those who are severely immunocompromised. So that is going to be a longer rollout to get those booster shots than the president initially explained to Americans. And this $3.5 trillion spending bill on all the economic priorities you know, making sure that child care and health care and home health aids and pre-K education and community college, all these promises that Joe Biden has made that he thinks is going to make the economy not only more equitable for everyone, but actually get it completely back up on its feet in a post-COVID world. It's not at all clear that the votes are there for that yet. And in fact, we're hearing from moderates and liberals going back and forth between that bipartisan infrastructure deal and this $3.5 trillion spending deal, there is no way if you're paying attention to every bit of this story that you see where the votes are yet to get those bills to the president's desk. So he has a lot of work to do on that as well. Keep your eye on how the president navigates this week, both on the foreign front and on the domestic front. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.